0: Tristan Buttigieg stopped by Deadline White House with Nicole Wallace today, and I'm not gonna show you the whole segment. He was promoting the young adult version of his best-selling book, I Have Something to Tell You. And he said some amazing things about how to be an ally to the trans community. And they're uplifting and give me hope, so I think everyone should hear them.
1: Share that message with people that they are not alone, especially young people, you are not alone. You are not defined by the opinions of other people, especially their hateful opinions. You're not defined by your surroundings. I grew up in conservative rural northern Michigan where I thought I was the only gay person. I, I thought something was wrong with me. And had I known, had I had a book like this to tell me, there's nothing wrong with you, kid. Like, you're going to grow up and you're going to be fine. Ignore the loud voices right now.
0: And being a kid is so, you're going to make me cry, but being a kid is so hard. But the idea that, I mean, you feel like you're alone if you're a girl. You feel like you're alone if you're a girl with sisters. You feel like you're alone. I mean, you, you feel like you yeah. are the only person in the world dealing with whatever it is you're dealing with, no matter what. And then you you add on this intentional, specific, accelerating repeated targeting of the lgbtq community in america How, how do we how do we hold those families up and say we see you and we got you
1: yeah well one of the reasons i also wrote the book was for teachers and for parents uh and for adults to have those types of conversations or you know conversation prompts in the back of the book part of the one of the ways that we can begin by changing the narrative is by having those conversations in the first place when i was younger we didn't have those types of conversations i didn't know anything about gay people or LGBTQ people growing up, because we didn't talk about it. It was brushed under the rug. It was a taboo subject. And and we othered people in so many different ways. So one of the things that people can do right now is put their allyship into action. If you're a parent, that means joining your local chapter of PFLAG. If you're a teacher, it means uh, logging on and looking at some of the resources like Glisten. If you're just a, a person who cares about the future of the country and the protections that are there or aren't there for LGBTQ people, you gotta get off the couch. You gotta do more than post a rainbow on social media one month out of the year. Show up at your school board meetings, show up at your city council meetings, make your voice heard even if you might be the only voice. I can't imagine what it would have done for me and what it would have meant for me when I was younger to have one person stand up and say, it can be a different way. What if we included everybody? What if we stop talking about this group of people as if they were other human beings, not from this planet? And the ways in which the language I grew up hearing about gay people, that seeps into your bones. And you carry that with you. I carried it with me for a long time. We have to change the national narrative again. I think we all thought we were done with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And changing that narrative starts with everybody. You can't just put the work on the community itself, and I'm grateful that we're having this conversation. No,
0: but I think that's really important because I think I think there is something. Certainly, viewers of this program share a mission and a worldview. About equality, but it's the action piece that I think, and I think it all can feel overwhelming, right? I mean, the right feels like they're coming for everybody. They're coming for your access to healthcare if you're a woman. They're coming for your um, right to vote um, if you're anything (laughs) other than someone they think will vote for them. Um, But they are really, 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 and those are true. They're really coming for. The gay community for for banning drag shows in places where you can get a gun easier than you can adopt a puppy, um, yeah. targeting through legislation things that that should absolutely be between a family and a doctor. I mean, what, what do you what do you say to a kid who you can't bubble a kid away from the news? They see right. that 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 legislation targeting this community is all that the right wants to talk about.
1: Yeah, well, there's a reason that they want to talk about it. I mean, some of them have come forward and admitted that they threw spaghetti at the wall, right? And they they wanted to see what would stick. And right now, what is sticking is attacking the LGBTQ community. It's always abortion for them and the trans community especially especially because that is something that a lot of people don't know a lot about. Mm -hmm. Um, Certainly, you know, in my neck of the woods in northern Michigan, people came around on gay rights, came around on same-sex marriage, marriage equality, uh, but still might have some questions about trans Americans. Mm -hmm. Part of having that conversation for me is saying, if you have a lot of questions but you don't have the answers, then you need to start doing some listening. Mm -hmm. And I think for many of the people on the right, they're one, scared, Mm -hmm. and two, confused. And instead of sitting down and listening to trans Americans, um, they're just demonizing them mm-hmm. because it's an easy thing to other people. It's very easy work, right, to make people feel smaller hearted, hateful. Surround yourself, you know, with people who think the way you do, uh, and say everybody else is twisted and wrong. I think when it comes to this anti-trans legislation, it would it would do them a, a, a great service. Roll up your sleeves, sit down, and meet with trans-Americans who just want to exist. I'm talking about just existing safely in this country. Trans-Americans don't want anything different than you and I want. What they want is to go to school, play sports, safely, and exist safely. But instead, the right has, has found that they can get the three C's out of this issue. Clout, clicks, and cash. Mm-hmm. They can fundraise off of it. They can get a lot of social media activity off of it. And they fire up their base by stoking fear and anger about a subject that a lot of people don't know that much about. Mm-hmm. And even, can I even say, me as a gay man, I don't know what it is like to be a trans American.
0: Of course. I'm, I'm part it's of an... identity, right? I don't I either. Right. I am right. part right. of an
1: acronym, but that doesn't mean that I Correct. can sit here uh, and say that I know exactly what the trans right. community right. is going through. But what I can do is use my platform... And listen, and I think a lot of people need to be doing more listening right now, and elevating trans voices so that we can, you know, hear from a community that is being targeted repeatedly. So for, even for me as a gay man, what I say is I'm trusting the science, mm-hmm. and I'm trusting the leaders on this, and you know the the wider American you're so metal. brilliant
0: I'm, I'm part of an acronym I'm sorry I'm on like delayed synapses today I'm part of an acronym that's so amazing say more about that because that is awesome yeah. right I mean that's no fair right? you you I mean that's amazing
1: well we've I think if you are not like a, a straight you know cisgender white man in this country you have been othered by the republican party mm-hmm. and i like to say that our acronym is actually everything but s so if you're not <laughs> straight then you're just part of the growing acronym of right. people who are probably going to be attacked by know, a political party yeah that wants america and life to be a very specific and narrow way uh so even though we've all been lumped into this this category i have a lot of other privileges that sometimes people do not have and so when I am asking the questions and doing the listening, I am trusting the wider American medical community who have all said gender affirming care saves lives. Mm-hmm. These decisions are being made by parents, you know, and I I turn to them and I listen to them mm-hmm. because I can't just say, well, I'm part of the LGBTQ community, so I get it all.
0: It's such an important thing, I think, to, to say and to, and to use our platforms to say it do, it, it doesn't mean we have any you know higher level of, of experience i mean I, I feel the same way but but i don't want to insert myself in a conversation between a family trying to support a child they love more than their life right. the way we love our kids yeah. and their doctors why, why would anybody be in part of that conversation or decision
1: i don't know why the party that says they're the party of family values is constantly inserting themselves into family matters right uh, when it comes to decisions like that gender affirming care again which has been repeatedly uh labeled as safe care It is care that is made with a doctor and a parent and whichever uh, teenager is seeking that care. that wider medical community is the community that i'm going to trust and rely because i believe in science and i believe in um listening to people who are smarter than me on issues i don't know yeah a lot.
0: And, and it is it is all part of this you know i i'm not an immunologist either but when the covid vaccine came out i sure. took it because they looked at it sure. on abortion you've got you know you've got some Republican candidates like dr oz saying yep it's just a woman her doctor a local politician and they're saying the quiet part out loud
1: yeah yeah um again it's it's easier it's yeah. easier to stoke that fear and anxiety. Um, and, and that's why we use our platforms. That's why we speak out. And again, that's why allyship coming into Pride Month requires people to do a lot more than posting on social media. It's re- it's really a rallying call right now. And if you believe that uh, people are deserving of those rights, you got to speak up.
0: Will you then come back this month so that we don't just do this once at the beginning? <laughs> sure. we come back? Can we continue yeah. this conversation? Yeah. Because I think there's more from the book um, to spend some time on. And I think there's, there's, there's nothing like Feeling seen and heard and, yeah. and especially by, by, by someone like you. So let's let's spend more time on more of the book. So. Oh, you got it. Yeah, okay. thank All you. Right. Thank you so much for being here. I know really you're busy. I know it. you have little people and big people who miss you. All right. Chasm's book, I have something to tell you for yeah. young adults is out now. and thank you for being here and to be continued. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, my friend. Shortcast club.